Welcome, Welcome to, to Probing Deeper for November 2021, where we are discussing the Small Town Masters production of The Mark of the Bell Witch. Just look the exact spelling, and you have to look in the Amazon app, because if you search it... Oh, I think I searched it got thrown off because the cover art was different. Right, there's multiple then cover arts. That. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so the one I watched was the hippie-looking, yes, like, yeah, psychedelic yeah. <laughs> thing. Yes. Uh... I also feel like I know a little more than the Bell Witch. Not to jump into it, but it's like... I wasn't really. You know sure. more than the witch herself about her. About her, <laughs> I feel like I didn't know much before, and I feel like I still don't know a lot after. <laughs> it was uh, it was definitely oddly repetitive. Like whenever it cut to the old dudes, the liver lips guy right. with the goatee, and then the old greasy historian dude that <laughs> said, "I got a, a teaching degree, or uh, sorry, a, a degree in history and a teaching certifi- certification." And what does that get you in real life? You pump water for your for a living, and I'm just like right. I was laughing because that was the most entertaining part. <laughs> you pump it, um, uh, but the, yeah. when it, those two guys would just spout different versions of the same factoids yeah. over and over again, and also there was, <laughs> I love that the chapters were like a minute and a half long. <laughs> it, got, it got to the point where the first like 30, 40 minutes, my head was spinning. I'm like, yeah. what is happening? Right. And then they finally were consistently like, okay. Weird stuff started yes. happening. They found a body and a yeah. snake and all this stuff. And I was like, okay, this is better. And then all yes. of a sudden it's over. And right. I was like, wait, what in the fuck? <laughs> Sorry, not that again. No, 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 it's fine. But I was just. Yeah. We, yeah, as a rule, we don't jump into the content. Right, We're right, supposed right. to, in the <laughs> title that you're listening to. Right, right. Well, uh, more if you're going to watch it. Mm-hmm. You can either just listen to what we're going to talk about, or if you really want to watch it, go spend $5 yeah, to rent Yeah, that's it. a thing, too. Yeah. Um, that's, a, that's a big mark against this. Right. So, so yeah, I guess I was yeah more thinking, if you want to listen, listen. Yeah. If you want to go for it, go for it. But you want to listen, listen. We'll, we'll, we'll kick off the show with that, it. right? Of yes. It's, if you're bored, go for it. Yeah. But, if uh, if you have free access to it, if you have an Amazon gift card, apply to your account right. for Ask the old for holidays or something like yeah. that. But uh, uh, I al- I also just think that uh, Seth Breedlove and the Small Town Monsters are at least worth supporting. Yeah, yeah because yeah, I think se- I'm, I'm, I would watch his other stuff. Exactly. So at this point. Yeah. It's not like oh he was so bad. It's just like right. Eh, it was just this was a this no was a man. this was a misfire. I think uh, it was not bad, but it was a misfire. Yeah. It, could, it could have been half the length. And, uh, and <laughs> not to me, my Dang. friend. <laughs> Never heard that. Well, we don't know if it's time, if it's. Oh, uh, that's true. Like, yeah. You know, physical size. Uh, this fucking guy doesn't yeah. come fast oh, enough. Um, you know who used to say that? <laughs> not that this guy, but he would claim he wouldn't is. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> like, I just. Man, we just do it. And like, I was in the woods and. Uh, you know, not, was not in the you know, woods because he dated a woman from Kentucky. <laughs> I mean, I, I'll straight I up know say that. this is thrilling. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, it so he met her on AOL. Wow, in like eighth grade. Oh, oh, I her, yes, his long term 
Right. Uh, she was from online girl. Right. Like he would go out long here and then she that. moved out here I at some point. One hundred percent forgot about that part of his life. Yeah. And then wow. she lived with him for a while, Ooh. and then they broke up. But yeah, he would always talk she about touched how my leg. <laughs> he would go too long and break condoms because he was going too long. Right. Like that dry sounds him out. miserable. Yeah. For her especially too, like just the the friction going on. I'm like how do you anyways, yeah. So there there's definitely a sweet could spot. Could have been half the length. <laughs> uh <laughs> I uh at first I thought uh you were imitating our coworker. I know, friend. that's yeah. why I was because there's so much crossover in, in and out I'm like, other, he told you that about yeah, his wife yeah, or something? Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what I mean, or whatever. Uh you know, this dough's pretty good. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Ex-co-worker. Yes. Yeah, true. <laughs> Ex-co-worker. I don't talk to him anymore. Now, semi-close friend. Exactly. Sort of. Yeah, kind of. Kind of. Uh, He's not <laughs> uh, Yeah, welcome to our, uh, you know, we our, our poops that have been full of turkey and Thanksgiving joy have been flushed away a couple days ago. Uh, it's, uh, I did have some leftovers yesterday. Nice. So, so uh, well. Well, we'll save all that for Monday, too. <laughs> We'll save all those poops for, for Monday. Yeah, I've been back. Um, had a, uh, I'll save this for Monday as well. I mean, I should tell the patrons first just because oh, yeah. early access. But uh, I think I might have had my first. Don't I think ninety nine percent sure it was not a UFO sighting. I think oh. I saw a meteor uh, with my stepdaddy, and uh, we were right out here. Uh, in the parking lot on the other exit was over that there. Was during Arma or during Yes, we were out there training, and then and it was at night. So and the Wednesday, um, went Thanksgiving Eve. It was, yes, it was. And so, and apparently there were, uh, there was a test experiment from some SpaceX thing about uh, shooting, like here's a craft that will shoot down or we will, we will direct it Do into yeah. a meteor. So apparently, because I told my wife, and she was like, oh, I just saw in the news today that the real test is happening in a few months with a big meteor. That's mm. like because the goal is like some they're using big some meteor. they're using a big meteor that has no pro, no oh, quarrel yeah, like with us prove they can <laughs> to prove they can it. do it on yeah. a big level, uh, really far away from Earth. This was like a smaller meteor they used, um, really close by or something like that. But uh, it was very strange. We looked up and uh, because it it looked exactly like any average little jet of phosphorus light chemical stuff from a firework mm-hmm. but those are going up and in an arc or they're in you know they're exploding yeah, yeah. from the center this i i literally looked up saw nothing in the sky saw it phase in like come closer and it went directly horizontal which i've never seen and so it got bigger which i'm assuming means it got closer uh or it was half the length i don't know right um, but um and then it like, and then it started. It first looked just like a little jet like that. Got bigger. It looked like a classic, like a sperm on fire. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> My sperm uh, is on fire. <laughs> uh, sperm on fire doctor, thing. Sorry. And then it was like it was kind of flashing, um, greenish orange fire, which I assume was like atmospheric stuff burning up. And then it like at the very last second, it started like pilfering off little embers, and then it went phoop, and it just disappeared. So I'm assuming. It looked like it was 40 feet up in the air, but it might have been three right. miles up in the sky, right? Knows, so yeah. either way, it was like my first, like, I've seen shooting stars, but those are very far away usually. This was like yeah. my first, like, oh, shit, it looks like it's right there. It was super quiet. It made, it well, the it was quiet, literally. It made no sound. And uh, it was just weird because it looked like it disappeared. But if it, if it hadn't have, like, broken up like that, I would have been like, that's weird. It, like, just mm-hmm. disappeared. But because it looked like it just finally, like, hit close enough through the level of whatever atmosphere level right, right, right. and just went like and just like blew up all in one thing. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. but it wasn't an explosion. It like 
the back of it, the, the tail was doing the embering, and then it just kind of went whoop, and it like, yeah. not as dramatic as the the DeLorean, you know, blasting right, right, through, right, but it kind of right. had a little, little implosion-looking thing yeah. happening. So either way, that was cool. It was like my first time seeing it just super clearly, not catching the tail end of it. I saw it like, whoop, it'll last like three seconds or something, yeah, but... Yeah. Um, Could have been my, my stepdad who refuses to wear his glasses he doesn't have horrible vision he can get around but he he technically should be wearing glasses for driving and he doesn't and stuff right, like that right, right. Yeah, then I'm going to remember to fucking carry him around all the time like or you could just wear them and see clearly what do I need to see clearly it's like right, right. and you know hey the rain is gone man I can see clearly now <laughs> what do I need glasses for okay you and me know that like we can't we can't survive without our contacts oh, no. or glasses, I, so like, I probably like a few times a month I'll think about how I should be dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if we were born in I fucking the dark ages or something, or that got removed, that would have filled up my whole ass, mm-hmm. and I would have died of bacteria. Right, dead. Vision, dead. My teeth yeah. gave me gnarly headaches, and I had to get braces. Mm. Probably would have blown my brains out. Um, <laughs> With a dark ages gun, exactly. a bow and arrow. <laughs> I had my tonsils and adenoids removed, so mm. who knows what kind of infections from there. Yeah. Remember had... those paid adenoids? Exactly. Well, remember the Noid, who was from Domino's. <laughs> okay, well, I have right. no idea what happened. Sorry. We, we, we both just looked at GarageBand, and it uh, turned blue. Uh, well, anyways, we're talking about lovely Hawaii, yeah. Joey's Hawaii. story, <laughs> yeah. which, again, we'll get back to on Monday, too. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Uh, yeah, nothing too crazy. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's Saturday night here. Uh, this is the first time... And I don't know how long that I've been drinking a beer while recording as well, because usually uh, on Mondays, I just had a weekend of non-fasting so that I'm trying not to drink or eat. Right, during the uh, satiating hours. But uh, yeah, we both watched, well, it's funny because we were like feeling, I was like, oh, I'm feeling kind of cryptid-y for for probing deeper this month, but then the Bell Witch is technically, I mean, you could argue it kind of is, but... uh, it's more ghosty and spooky. This would have been a better Halloween. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thing, yeah I guess. was like, wait, what does this have to? And I was like, yeah. well, it's cryptids, but I'm like, wait, cryptids are kind of like creatures. But again, right. it it's more like Americana folklore. Exactly. Yes. So, so um, which again, Mothman, this, and then what yeah. are some of his other? I remember I Googled it, and there's like a whole um, shitload. I've but. watched. So yeah, the the stuff from from Seth Breedlove and his uh, Small Town Monsters Company, which is dedicated to American folklore, mostly cryptids, but any, any sort of American folklore. Uh, I've watched Terror in the Skies, which is all about how people see giant birds. Mm-hmm. That one's pretty short. It's like, I want to say 38 or 42 minutes long or something mm-hmm. like that. It was pretty good. The The effects in that one are way better than this one. Um, I've seen both of his Mothman things, which was the Mothman of Point Pleasant and then not Return of the Mothman, but it's like, uh, I don't know, it's, it's whatever something. the follow-up was, yeah, which we yeah. reviewed on the on the show. That's the one I got like a surprising emotional at it uh, right, in that right, part, right. but... Uh, uh, and then we've watched, uh, we meaning Sarah and I have watched the Beast of Bray Road or the Bray Road Beast because there's that there's a book called one and then his is called the other, yeah. but that's about basically a werewolf like a dog man. Right. Uh, I've watched the Boggy Creek one, which is mm-hmm. like a lot of people. There was an old shitty '70s movie called The Beast of Boggy Creek, and that was ev- everyone's like first pop culture exposure to a Sasquatch style uh, monster. Well, mm-hmm. not first, but you know what I mean, like in American. Right, right what we would say in our lifetime or something, right, our right, generation, right, right. most people in pop culture were exposed to Bigfoot through that. Right. And then, um, cause it's not like everyone was studying Russian history and the Yeti and like shit like right, that, you right, know? Right, so, right. uh, people in Canada, they knew about 
Sasquatch um, because Sasquatch is a name of one of the tribe's language right, up there for, strange. you know, whatever. But yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, and then, uh, yeah, that might. Oh, and then I've watched his Flatwoods Monster one, too, mm-hmm. which is the like weird, like has a big spade head in the red like circle. It's like a, it looks like a big robot with okay. like a green dress thing and metal arms and stuff like that. Uh, people reported, you know, it's like this family saw it up in these woods by their house and it fucking was like burning this it smelled like sulfur was like burning this tree limb right because that they saw smoke from a tree they all went up there the dog fucking like freaked out and got his eyes burned and died like two days later from radiation like all this crazy stuff some people actually went back later and said that they saw a small reptilian humanoid looking thing with like it had half of the robot like one of the kids went back with uh, with like the authorities Mm -hmm. and they said they actually saw what looked like whatever was inside that thing without the suit on. So it was like this weird suit. But anyway, that right. whole town has embraced the Flatwoods monster. They have a fucking uh, tourism building just dedicated to it and all that shit too. But right. uh, it was interesting because they actually had two of the kids as old men that saw it firsthand on that the that documentary. Okay. So, okay. Um, but no, like I really appreciate his dedication to this stuff. And his. I think the biggest miss with this for me that took – this could have been produced by Zach Bagans and crew because it relied on the Mark of the Bell, which relied on no graphics really of any kind. It was all just reenactment, mm-hmm. shitty reenactment that could have been on any ghost show right. on the Travel Channel, and you would you would never know unless you saw the host. You would never know which one it was. It was right, just kind of right, right, right. because all of his other content tries to have some sort of cool art style and like mm-hmm. some sort of like computer animation versus sometimes traditional animation or like moving art, you know, kind of that yeah, kind of weird yeah, thing. Yeah. But it adds like a special flavor and it doesn't seem as low rent as this did. Well, this, yeah, it just was like, oh, not sepia tone, but like a shitty it was just black, and, black white. and white. Yeah. And again, crappy wig. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the girl who looks yeah. like she just walked out of the mall. The first, the first shot is showing the Bell family who lives in, uh, uh, Adams, Tennessee, which to this day only has 600 people that live there. It's an extremely, <laughs> extremely rural, um, probably incest-heavy town, I would assume. Mm-hmm. Keyboards up. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> destination. Yeah. Wedding? No, destination. <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, sex vacation. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm on a sex uh, Um But, uh, and one of the guys, I did laugh because he's like, if there's only 600 people here now, imagine what it was like back then. <laughs> like, <laughs> like what kind of shithole with nobody right. there it was back then. Yeah. It sounded like this place was like probably like 20 to 25 farms that supported a bunch of the surrounded areas right, with right. more enough people the, in Tennessee. Enough of the track county or however the shit works over there. Yeah, they yeah they talked. I mean, I did learn about Tennessee more where there's West Tennessee, Middle, and right. East. Yeah, and, it is a uh, very short but lengthy yes exactly well and i always wondered because there is an arma study group that's been around forever called arma middle tennessee Mm. and i'm like i wonder why it's called specifically that and when i talked to one of the guys at one of our events he was like oh there's jack shit in middle tennessee it is a hundred percent rural like we have literally just farmland and trees Mm -hmm. and that because then when you go to east tennessee it's appalachia and it gets very hilly and mountainous and stuff but um Anyway, so yeah, this this is the story of the early 1800s, like 1817 to 1821 is the period of the Bell Witch occurring, even though she's like like most of these stories. This is what everyone says about John Keel as well. Like John Keel was telling the truth about his his experiences and reporting on 
the town of Point Pleasant, the citizens of Point Pleasant's experiences as well. Mm-hmm. But people say like he also was a writer and like so he had kind of a truthiness to some of the stuff where like the the essence of it is true. He's not saying any of this was not real. Right. But he ended his book, The Mothman Prophecies, by saying because I think he didn't release that till like seventy one or seventy two. So he either a just stopped investigating police reports and things like that. Uh, either stopped investigating uh, and or purposefully left out the ongoing Mothman sightings even after the Silver Bridge Mm. collapse because that made a better end to his book that like, oh, the Mothman was prophesizing uh, the bridge collapsing. So it was preparing people for this death and change and things like that Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. over the course of 1966 to 67. That makes a much better book, but the the sightings have never stopped. You right, know? right, right, right. Uh, and then the, you know even the Chicago Mothman, which is interesting too, because like I'm going back, and the reason I, I thought of the Bell Witch was because I I've been you know catching up on uh, Bigfoot Collectors Club, mm-hmm. so I'm on like episode thirty something now, and they did a Bell Witch episode, and it had I probably seen three other specials, whether it's like Ghost Adventures, other documentaries, or whatever about the Bell Witch. Like, the Ghost Adventures episode is specifically the Bell Witch Cave, mm. which they barely touch on in this fucking documentary. That was right. one big miss where I was like, how did you not touch on the cave more than, like, that two minutes towards the end? Right, right, right. Um, but that episode of Bigfoot Collectors Club, because they'll do, you know, a high strangeness segment and see if their guest, what what they'll see what their guest thinks that was. Right, was it right, some right. ultra-terrestrial? Was it a classic ghost? Was it an E.T.? Was it bullshit? Something. Was it whatever? yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, uh, but they had some factoids in there that I never heard before. Um, so anyway, I was like, oh, I forgot. I've been meaning to watch this Mark of the Bell Witch. Mm-hmm. So here we are. So, um, but anyway, yeah, it's like early 1800s, um, which is an interesting time period. Like, it was kind of cool that like uh, President <laughs> Andrew Jackson fucking drove right. through Came there. Out there, you yeah. know, yeah. which almost seemed like a tall, t- like that was that that less believable yeah, than yeah. I'm like Mr. Uh, $20 Bill himself. He's cruising out here. Right. Like, oh yeah, he came out here. Why did he go out there again? I can't. That part I can't remember. But it was like he was. Yeah, he was driving. He was driving a wagon band with a bunch of soldiers in it, and I right. was like, but it, like, because because he, you know, he was a big guy in the War of eighteen twelve. Imagining a big gay party, like, woo! Yeah. <laughs> like, on the bandwagon, baby! Oh, we are out here driving these soldiers. Andy, let's go! <laughs> Come on, what are we stopping here for? What are you doing? <laughs> driving soldiers. What do you mean? Driving them nuts. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> driving these nuts. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Could have been half the length from what I'm told. <clears throat> <clears throat> As he's fucking that person, from what I'm told. Right. <laughs> yes, sir. I'm not very present when I have right, sex. Right. So. I'm not very present. I have to dis- disassociate. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was weird. Because uh, they were like, oh, well, Andrew Jackson was a big support. Or they, the Bell family fought for Andrew Jackson in the War of Something, 1812. Yeah. And I'm like, what, what president remembers, like... Because they didn't Individual, even say, they didn't yeah. say oh John Bell was like hit one of his generals and like what I'm like no he just just one of the just many nice soldiers guy. that yeah, fought. Yeah. <laughs> you say Mister Nice Guy Usually, well yeah just a oh. nice guy <laughs> yeah. I'm Mr. Nice uh, Guy <laughs> um, no I always think of that dumb it's Mister Brightside but I always think of I'm Mister Nice Guy right right uh, that was a whole what was that from. That's uh, the Strokes or what? Uh, hey, Mr. Brightside. Oh, okay. That was a whole genre, a whole movement of music I did. I was not into. Right, I didn't right, hate right. it, but I was just like, was that like mid two thousand? Yeah, like early, early to mid aughts, where it was yeah. like the the low like lo-fi. Kids yeah. were up. Lo-fi garage rock 
right, shit. Right, 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 know? right, right. Um, anyway, but uh, anyway, let's let's just start at the beginning as best we can. So uh, <laughs> we have. I try to like. I don't. I try not to take notes on these because I want to just sit back, enjoy it, and absorb it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and I'm always surprised that I remember a lot. Um, uh, just just watching something once, but yeah. Um, we start off, and <laughs> I don't. I don't know why they I, I feel like the dude that had the waxed eyebrows and the very blue eyes that was right, the professor right, right, right. Uh, the folklorist professor uh, and ethnic musicology professor at uh, uh, Tennessee State or some right. some 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 random shit college uh, yeah but in like the big city of Tennessee right, right. right but he grew up close by to, to Robertson County which is where Adams is but uh, focusing on him was kind of weird because he was really the reason that my mind was tired the whole time because he said a lot of shit but didn't say anything at all because they clearly, like, I wish it would have shown what questions they were asking him because his answers were like, it's like he was teaching a lesson but also mm-hmm. uh, trying to comment about the actual event that was clearly, you know, thrown, thrown at yeah, him yeah. to talk about. But then he would, like, make it these very general terms and he's like, and this is how we get this, you know, uh, childlike growth that's that we project on all of our American. And it's like talking about how the Bell Witch might have actually um, been something more primordial and and maybe even like el- they never use the word elemental, but that's what other people, other right. reports have d- that have studied this case are like. This seems like an elemental that learned to be human by its interactions with the family. Right. 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 Um, right, right. Because it was showing up in the form right. of it animals, starts learning and manifesting Ex- and understanding exactly. what is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like it's like the Earth itself has an advanced AI subroutine that like right manages grass and Earth and like whatever in that area. Right. Right? Which, which so. this, if anything, could be High Strangest Euphanati. Like yes, I'm Euphanati. <laughs> um, Andrew, we're back yeah. here being Euphanati. You're talking yeah. to the bells again. Yeah, come on, <laughs> and I really loved it. <laughs> Um, oh, this is the juiciest script I could ever write. The wettest I've ever been. Um, what's it called? But anyways, that could be something, right, like interdimensional. Like, yes. Uh, now I'm learning something. Exactly. Because, right? yeah. yeah, they were playing up demon, ghost, whatever yes. kind of thing. Yeah, I, yeah I, felt, I felt like focusing on this dude that was the folklorist as like, because what's annoying is that in a lot of the other, in, well, in all of them that I've seen, uh, Seth Breedlove is featured in the not heavily, like he does a pretty good job, but like he goes, it shows him going around and asking the questions or narrating it, or yeah, yeah. or he at least wrote the narration. Right, this documentary is a total tonal shift because it's truly just a from the voices of the the car- the cast, if you call right, it, you know, right. whatever you call it, uh, of the subjects of the documentary. It's truly just their voices and a couple. Uh, text images on the screen, right? Yeah, yeah. To give you a little bit of context. But it's all from their perspective, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that inherently. But that is not the flavor of the small town monster stuff. And like, mm-hmm. kind of like Eyes of the Mothman had that. That's kind of why I like Seth Breedlove because he had a similar, I don't know if he was inspired by that documentary, but right, like right. similar vibe where it's it's written, it's just written very well. So it's yep, written yep. like a story, but it's presenting facts to you and then showing you the real people. It's right, a cool... Right juxtaposition to just you know you could of course yeah be writing this whole narrated thing and have no interviews or anything but the the mix of both is cool so yeah, yeah. and this is missing that as well so this dude this folklorist 
Like, I, I, I don't care that much about what he has to say because he seems to be sort of believing it, but then kind of treating it like this is just in the zeitgeist of American folklore from this time period. Right, right. And and I'm I'm always down for like, hey, what are the meta what are the meta themes that humans always do in these yeah, kinds the of basic, generations yeah, core, or yeah. Right. Like this yeah. this ethnographic area, this time period, that's all right, cool, right? Right. right. But I don't think that I think it was a miss to make that like the main voice in this documentary. It was very mm-hmm, weird. Mm-hmm. Um, the two dudes that and I, I didn't write their names down, but uh, the old guy who uh, and I think this was shot during early COVID because it seemed like the summer of 2020. I think as it came out in fall 2020, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, like there was no masks or anything, but you could tell like they were always sitting in a triangle and like seven or eight feet apart or something like yeah. that weird setups. But um, but that the the older guy. If everyone was just kind of like him, where he's just like this kind of no bullshit Tennessee guy, whatever, right, right. Um, and then the uh, the uh, the older guy that had the goatee and had the you know the big liver lips, like right, right. <laughs> ever, mm-hmm. <laughs> I've always heard the word liver lip before I met you. Yeah. I heard the word liver lips as an insult, right? But I never knew what it really Could, meant. Yeah, put a face to the. Thing. And you pointed somebody <laughs> out like early on, me, and I was like, "Holy shit, that's what liver lips means." Yeah, just big old liver lips. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, yeah. just thick, full purpley gross. red, yeah, just yeah. like blah, 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 like popping. I don't know, <laughs> yeah, popping and locking lip, and it's yeah. like a very weird. It adds a very weird. It's kind of a classic like pedophilic quality for some or reason. Just, yeah, it's like, oh, <laughs> criminals have the cro magnet look. This has this look. It's like mm-hmm. pieces of shit weirdos have liver lips. Yes, almost like, always. Like like eccentric narcissistic. Yeah. Uh, educators or people that want you to think they're smart have liver, yeah, like these yeah, liver because it's always or wet and spitting. Oh and, god, yeah. it's it's like uh, <laughs> what's it called? What's uh, like Wicket? Yes, uh, on uh, the Ewok, right? Of the Ewok. Yes, yeah, yeah, when they zoom in and their lips Ugh, are all this yes. like gross. Sorry, there's a little three amigos there, but you know we know what I mean. Whatever. I'm not really good with heavy accents, so I could have been half the length. It's fine. But yeah, the those two guys were fine. Like the, the the liver lips guy was just a a fact thrower, which was fine. And he right, seemed to right. tell he'd written a book about the Bell Witch and all this stuff. That's cool. Uh, the other dude knew all about. Like he still he's he's like he was the one that said he's like uh, there's 600 people in the city limits here, and I live outside the city. <laughs> like right, basically right, right. kind of saying like this place is fucking like he's, vast and nothing. He, he's like he he's at some point he's like. He's like, oh yeah, all these young people come out here to see the Bell Witch Cave and see this and see the Bell the Bell Homestead and whatever, and then they they you know I I talk to them sometimes and they're like because he oh he runs the um he runs the little tourism like historical society thing yeah. in the town, and uh, and they're like yeah this is Adams because <laughs> and it just shows like boarded up restaurants and right, old right, gas yeah. stations that don't work and yeah, just yeah. like it's a town that it seems like. The farmers live in, but they all drive 15 minutes outside of this town to yeah, get where's anything. the education. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, like those two guys, those two guys, honestly, and then there's there's a few other people like there's the the kind of like Wiccan looking gal um, who she she like had written a book or something. about yeah, it yeah, too. Yeah. She was pretty informative. Like, I, I don't know. F- focusing on that dude, on the folklorist guy. It was also distracting just because he looked like he was he looks like Lance Bass with black hair or right. something like it just very, yeah. very, uh, very clear, queer, glowing skin. He was query. <laughs> yes. Um, very manicured eyebrows. Right. Uh, oh, very that, blue eyes. That's what it was. He I was like, oh, this reminds me. He looks like my gay cousin who's not gay. Mm, mm-hmm. 
I'm like, yeah. Remembering the, like the three pictures I've seen, touched yes. up way too yes, much, yeah. but then still acting like you're just like a cool, normal, straight uh-huh. guy, you know. Yeah, when he was hanging you're out. You're a cool, normal, gay guy. It's not <laughs> yeah, abnormal, exactly. okay? Not that there's anything right. wrong with yeah. that. We just watched that Seinfeld episode. Which one? Uh, it's oh. where where the the college prof- the college journalist th- uh, is sent to meet up with Jerry uh, to to interview him for NYU's newspaper. Mm-hmm. She's not. Neither of them know that they're at Monk's Diner together, and they're back to back. And then L- Elaine notices that she's eavesdropping on their conversation. So then Elaine goes. George, Jerry, it's okay that you're homosexual. There's, it's not. You just got to come out of the closet and be yourselves. And then right. George plays along with it, but Jerry doesn't want to play along with it and whatever. Anyway, when they finally meet back up to the interview, they're like, "Do we know each other?" And then she's like, "Oh!" And then she's like, as she's interviewing, she's like, "Like George happens to be over, and they're bickering like a couple about like right, is this right. pair wash yeah, and all the yeah, stupid yeah, yeah. shit." Anyway, but that's that episode. Every time. They say something like, but we're not gay. It's cause, not that there's anything wrong with that. Like, right, that's where right, that right. came yeah, from. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, we just followed the other. Yeah, but uh, uh, but yeah, when he is standing there with the two old time, older timers, uh, especially in the in the beginning when he's showing him, he's like, now this headstone's this. And then John Bell, and then somebody stole that headstone right, and blah, right. blah, blah. He's just like looking awkward, but yeah, trying to like trying to look hearty and like he yeah, didn't yeah. get the fuck out Real of this small tasty. town. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's out there just looking like a snack i'm actually yeah. trying to look softy right yeah. now because i'm about to bust the zipper <laughs> i've been told i could be half the length <laughs> <laughs> what if that's part of the thing that's cut out because right we're recording and no one knows yeah. we're call back to the half the length thing um but uh yeah it was it's a strange it's it was strange to focus on I this strange. guy when Seth Breedlove seems to do a good enough job himself. Like, I, right. that's what I wonder, too. Like, I wonder if he was like, hey, let's just fucking go to this place. I'm not going to prep for it. And let's just, I'm not going to be on prep. Yeah. I'm going raw dog. <laughs> There's no AIDS in small town America. No, no, no. Hasn't gotten out there yet. They're about 40 years behind. Right. Us. <laughs> behind oh, shit. The, that's 1980. Behind the trends. <laughs> yes. Uh, there they are. Yeah. <laughs> Disco's still kicking out there, oh, man. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Jackson's still <laughs> driving that party. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the Halloween uh, wagon ride is very different out there exactly. in Adams, Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very. Uh, but um, anyway, yeah, I keep saying this, but focusing on this guy, I think, was a big miss. It was it was miss. He was fine. He's an intelligent guy, but it was misleading. Where I was just like, you have like four people in a row who are from the area or clearly very well researched. And it's it's almost like they wanted him to be the the interviewer because he clearly was right, right, right. And almost wanted him to like go in cold, like which would have been if they would have told you that up front. Hey, we brought in a, an American folklorist, right? Mm-hmm. We wanted him to go in cold. He'd never heard anything about the Bell Witch or didn't know any details, and we wanted him see what he made of it. That, that would have yeah, been a cool yeah, yeah. experiment, I guess, right? But they don't tell you that that's the case. It's I don't know. It's all over the place. So, right, right. Uh, and then it, the other end of it is that it relies heavily on this low rent in a, like a, a reenactment shit, all on high def black and white, which always looks bad. Yeah. And like like if it's a fucking Wes Anderson movie or like something like I get it, yeah. but but like this just looks shitty. They should have just had it in color. I don't know why they chose to do this. Or if yeah, you're gonna yeah, go yeah. black and white. You got to go like not that the eighteen twenty you know eighteen seventeen would have had right, any cameras right, at right, all, right. but like or all well, any moving cameras, but yeah. or go sepia tone. 
Ex- yes, exactly, right? So, because it at least has that a that kind of creepy Westy, quality or something. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, that brown town. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but I mean, there was so much cool artwork that they were also showing. It's like, why don't you just make, make, cause that's what they've done in other shit is like, take some of the artwork that exists for this and turn it into like moving pictures or comic book right, style right, or right. something like that. Right. But, um, and this was also, I feel like this is like, I think the Mothman ones were close to an hour and 20 minutes. This might be the longest one. Mm-hmm. It was a little, it, by the end of it, it was too long. And like yeah. you said, they tried to cram in all the interesting stuff in like the third act yeah, of it. Yeah. Uh, because the whole first act was too much information about Adams, too much information about Middle Tennessee. It's like, we get it. We understand. It's not, we don't need this much yeah, fucking this context. This is Eyes of the Mothman where you have three hours to right. do this like in-depth, like we're going to prove all these other things wrong or at right. least expose these facts. It's just like, I felt like it was trying to do that. Like, here's all these like interesting points, yes. but they're not relevant to then the meat right. of right. this thing showing up. It learning, yes. it changing shape, yeah. it smelling, yeah. it getting trapped, right. like all that shit. Yeah, splitting into like four different personalities right. and, and all that the stuff. dog and... they kept talking about yes. too, like yeah, yeah. the black dog, and then it got its head bashed in, and right. then it came back as a double-headed dog. Exactly, and, yeah. Like, I, so the that's all like- most On the that... shapeshifter person too when they were drawing like the, yes. the face in yeah, the yeah, dog yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like- no, like, and that's the thing. Like, there is a really cool story about the Bell Witch in general. It's like, right, right. it is a very, uh, it is as unique as the Mothman sightings are at Point Pleasant because it is insane that this entity for four years was, well, for the first few months was like, everyone was terrified of it. It kept knocking. It kept, they yeah, say yeah. it sounded like rats were chewing or scratching at the walls. Uh, it sounded like a big, heavy ball was being. You know, like the stomps down the stairs were so hard. It sounded like someone like dropped a bowling ball or something like that. Um, and and they and then they they do a good job of at least having they go on a little too long, but at least they have this like this gal narrating uh, the family the family's members of the family's later writings about their experience, which is yeah, fine. Yeah. Um, but they have uh, I lost my train of thought. Anyway, they have uh, the whole first chunk of it is all of this kind of disparate stuff and then folklore in the area. And then, Oh, sorry. That was my whole point. This, this thing, this entity was not like any other ghost encounter anyone's ever seen. It literally just became a part of their family for four years. Right. Despite constantly saying, I'm going to kill John bell because he's a bad person, whatever. Um, and I'm going to stop Betsy from getting married to our friend Dorsch Gorner. Right, right, right. <laughs> it was, yeah. It was, yeah, they kept saying that. <laughs> like, uh, they keep saying Garner? It was Joshua Gardner. Gardner. Yeah, yeah. In this case, but um they uh uh it's 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 I've never heard of a of a story like this, which makes me believe it less, but believe it more at the same time, right? Like it's it's kind of like uh the point pleasant story with the Mothman. What do they have to gain? Because lots of townspeople wrote about their experiences with, with, with this and reported on it and right, stuff. Like, right. what do they have to gain for saying, uh, yeah, I used to go to Kate, the, the entity's eventual name. Right. I used to go to Kate every week to ask what the weather was going to be like. Josh Gorner? There we go. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> like, I used to go ask it what the weather was going to be like. It right, would go right. and read Bible scriptures yeah. to us. Well, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, that it was like Very strange. reading weird things and speaking English. But then it was like 
wasn't it calling itself a devil, but not a devil? Or, or yeah, like they like switching. N- nobody, it? only yeah. itself called it a witch, but but witch was a more general term back then for spirit, basically, right? right? right. So non-human entity of some Something, kind. Yeah. And the reason they ended up calling it Kate much later on was because they finally somebody unclear who it was or, or which of the seventeen times they asked witch. it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they said, but what What do we call you? What is your name or what are you? And, and it yeah. was finally like, I am the witch of Kate Bell, who was a neighbor three quarters of a mile down the road, who uh, John Bell made a, apparently, made, which was thrown in at the very end, mm-hmm. he made some sort of shady land deal with her brother-in-law, not even Kate Bell, her husband or her son or Whatever. anything like that, yeah. her brother-in-law. And it's like, and again, this reeks of some sort of entity that, like, remember what, like, Valet and John Keel and those guys say, just because these entities are from another dimension, another world, whatever, it does not mean that they're super intelligent, right? right, right. We're so used to aliens, of course, they're millions of years advanced than us, they know everything about interstate, like, it's like, this isn't an alien that you think, at least not the way you think of it. Right. These things are another form of life that have much more power than we do in our physical three-dimensional form. Yeah. But that doesn't mean they're super intelligent. So, right. but if one of their abilities is they can tap into your brain, they can tap into your mind and read your right. thoughts. Think about think about an AI program, right? That that's that's what this reeked of. We all love AI generated memes. Now there's AI generated fucking movies and video games and it's like right, goofy right, to look right. at. Learning, yeah, when it learns art. Exactly. Like, like, yes. Make a painting here there, there was some it. horror movie where they fed in like three thousand horror movie scripts or something, and then it be yeah. like made a horror movie. And it was right, like, right, right. it's like, oh, that's kind of true, but it's always it's it's the it's off the the thing where it's like human but not human. Like, exactly. Called the, uh, Uncanny like, Valley. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and it, it's always kind of like how uh, in this like let's say like a Japanese speaker is like like a lot of the Japanese rock songs and pop songs from back in the day. They just they absorb stereotypes from right. American culture, but they don't have context very right. or all the context, so they're always a little bit off. And like so that's, when they try and get creative with it, they don't know what they're doing. Right, and then it's like, oh, <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Yes, yeah. like there, yeah. there there was a really great SNL um, spoof of Iron Chef back in like the late nineties, early two thousands, when everyone was watching yeah. it, and uh, Molly Shannon was playing like a Japanese pop star, and uh, and they're like. Oh, like Mrs. Shida, why don't you give us a little taste of your? And yeah. it's like, and she goes, "Blue jeans on fire, Chevrolet Elvis, blue yeah. jeans on fire, New York, let's go!" Like, but it's like right, right. that is not far off from right. fucking Long weird beach style, right? Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. it's not far off. So it's it's like obviously it's something intelligent, but it's 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 this is this was a fascinating story because this is as if a classic ghost decided to stick around. Uh, absorb everything kind of slowly but surely from their minds, right? Don't call me Shirley. <laughs> See what makes them tick, and and it also implies that it can't get like all the information at once. Or uh, Sarah and I are both doing like we just got into Duolingo because of our sister in law right mm-hmm. now. So like uh, I'm doing Italian, she's doing Arabic. It's a really it's <laughs> this is like what is seven it? years too late. Duolingo is a language learning app, oh, so literally okay. like pick a language, and it's all these little. All the shitty workbooks and shit you had to do in language classes, it it's it's great. It's like it's like super fun. It's is just it some, expensive. Uh, it's only if you want the you can do it for free with ads, but it's okay. only seven bucks a month for the premium, okay. and it's pretty worth it. Mm. And uh, 
uh, it is like I pick my Spanish back up. Then. Yeah, no, it, it's like because I was doing the German one at first, mm-hmm. which I, you know, of course, I got bored because I was like, oh, I already kind of know that. But yeah, yeah. you can literally tell it like, oh, I already know some of this, and you can test your memory of right, right, you know, right, and then right. they'll set you off. They'll let you skip some shit. Anyway, uh, it feels like that where it's like, okay, if I did this for a couple months, I probably could be. I probably could understand what people said, even if I couldn't say it back. Right. Which is always a weird thing to think about, but it's true. Because your brain can understand stuff more than your, like, tongue can yeah, interpret what your brain is saying. Punched. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, and then probably in a year, you're like, oh, I can just talk to Italian people now, probably. Right, right. You know, at least talk for the most part. Italian. And so, uh, and that's about how long it took. They said, like, the first few months, it was just classic ghost shit like and right. demonic possession kind of shit poltergeist stuff where it's yeah. like pulling betsy's hair waking her up every fucking night at three you know the witching hour right which yeah. is 3 a.m is the classic like oh the veil between dimensions is thinner kind of thing right right uh also there was that scene where it showed her she screamed on screen for like two minutes straight and i was right. like can you fucking stop like and then and, and that was it was a weird a weird juxtaposition because it was like you know, Betsy just d- decided to fight back after that. She was sick of it. And I'm like, her screaming and writhing on the ground for two right, minutes right. of screen time is fighting back. Like, that's right, weird. Right, but, right, right, right. Uh, but yeah, this thing shows up as animals. It's like this weird, large rabbit dog hybrid looking thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, one of the, the sons saw, or no, John Bell saw, because uh, the first three stories of the potential interaction with the Bell Witch are the hare, a, lar- a huge bird, and the dog that the dog that gets his fucking head split in half and then comes right, back right. the next day with two, two heads, dogs, yeah. uh, and then talks to him and stuff right. like that. Uh, and John Bell all three times goes, "Well, something I'm scared of. Get my gun. Let's fucking right, kill it." Right, you know. Right. So it's like the elemental then obsesses about John Bell, but then also why would it obsess about the daughter? Right? If it just knew right, that right. this guy was da- this human entity was dangerous because he just wants to kill everything he doesn't understand. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Right. So. But also, if this thing is absorbing all the all the psychic stuff of the family, mm-hmm. you might wonder that, like, maybe the parents who never, you know, t- parents weren't known for, like, being that open with their kids back then, maybe they didn't want Betsy to marry Joshua Gardner. Right. So right, maybe right. this thing, but even though they were like, but, you know, it's a good marriage. He's a shitty guy, but it's a good marriage, like, blah, blah, yeah, blah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Maybe this thing absorbed that, too, and was like, and because al- also the fucking entity loved the wife. You know, right, like was right, super right, cool right, with right. her and like hung out with her. It's just like, this is so, hey, yeah, it's so weird to think right. that, hey, this is just the ghost in her house that we're always kind of scared of. Right. But it's also, like Beetlejuice. yes, it's but like, kind of there. but also the people in the town, like just hang out. It, it right, was right. very strange. They just chat with it, hang out. Right. Yeah. And it sounded like, uh, it sounds like there was a lot of sources from the different townspeople back then. And everyone had a different interpretation of it, which is interesting too. Because right. like, and then like, why? I mean, it remind me of it reminds me of that movie Her with Scarlett Johansson playing the advanced right, AI right, right, and whatever. Right. Like, it's almost as if this thing, kind of like a computer program, which John Keel talks about. Like he says, he before he like knew the term artificial because he's you know talking about this in like the seventies. Yeah, he's like it's almost as if the world's mind itself, the corpus mundi, right? The earth, the earth's body, oh, right? Get mundi kick from mundi. <laughs> Uh, but that whole concept is interesting that the world itself is an entity. Right. And this is like, it's like paranormal phenomena is how its thoughts manifest. It's how it dreams. Or the world also, the world's soul exists in multiple dimensions too. So right, we're all right. earthlings, 
but this other version of Earth that we do not live on is very, you know, it's incorporeal. They're mostly, uh, you know, energy beings or mm-hmm. things like that that can then, you know, take form and this and whatever. But yeah, anyway, this this thing almost learned, oh, I can actually split my consciousness up into these different versions Basically. of myself yeah, because yeah. then it becomes uh, Black Dog, who's like the head chick of this little group of four people. And then Jerusalem is the little boy. And then there's mm-hmm. two other girls named Mathematics and like Crypto Creasy or some right, fucking right. weird name. Also, isn't it insane that the Staples Center is going to be called Crypto.com Stadium or whatever right, it's called right, right, for right. 25 years? They're banking on that uh, <laughs> Dogecoin, baby. Yeah. Uh, do you want to break another beer? Uh, we can. Yeah, okay. I don't know how much more we got here. Because we're just hanging out at home. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we're back. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it's... I've never heard of a case that's so sustained for so long mm-hmm. right so i mean the mothman but like sustained and obsessed with one family the mothman seemed to be uh emotionless and just connected to the area not right people right it was curious about the people but it didn't seem to ever make that leap to like a more evolved typical earth human you know or whatever mm-hmm. this side of earth human kind of thing uh but yeah this family of ghost personas that it seemed to split up that kate seemed to split up into would like for two months would like hang out in their living room every night and then be sound drunk and loud and annoying right while the family was terrified and also it kept going back and forth i'm like was the family scared of this or was the family eventually just like the fuck you know because it seemed like it was just like if anything, I guess a force of nature they're used to. Like, oh, right. every day we have clouds over our cabin or something. Is that but... before or after when they wrestled it? Remember? Oh, yeah. That was. He, he uh, trapped it in a bed sheet. Yes. Like it was um, cruising up on Oh, him. yeah. That's the cool picture right here. Yeah. Um, yeah. William Porter. Uh, right. Which was like. Uh, oh, because that was part of the story that where they said, even though it's mostly surrounding the Bell family. There are reports within a six-mile radius of their house. Right. So this entity did hang out other places, it seemed like. Right, right. right. Um, which then you could argue is it, it's tied to the land, but kind of the Bell family was like the first one. They were like, uh, it's like, I'm going to learn I'm going to learn how to exist Do here stuff. with these people yeah, or yeah, something, yeah, you yeah. know. But yeah, William Porter uh, went to bed, and then his covers like floofed up, and he heard a right. voice say... Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to hold you, William, and I'm going to keep you warm. Like, right. Or he's like, all right, I'm getting into the covers now and I'm going to keep you warm. He freaks out, wraps the fucking thing up and it keeps a corporeal form. He says at first it feels like a human uh, freaking out as he's dragging it. It keeps getting heavier and heavier because he's trying to burn it. Yeah. And then a smell happens. And then he says it changed to a serpent like feeling writhing thing. Right. 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 Um, and the smell got so bad, he had to just drop it right, and go get fresh air, I'm out of here. Yeah. Uh, which is very typical for these kinds of things. Like people smell a horrible sulfur smell. Right. Uh, like a humans, lot of a lot yeah. of them have radiation. Uh, like they have conjunctivitis, like from you know radiation right, right. burns, Exposed, things like that. Yeah. And uh, but anyway, it would have been interesting to see what would happen if he tried to burn it or whatever. Right. But um, but yeah, uh, among it was almost also like a ter- like the Terminator in T two, where it's like. A learning computer, but it, it, it takes a while. It gets stuff fucked up. Right. And it still seems obsessed with killing John Bell, 
but it's almost as if this thing has no concept of time. Like, right. what if all of this was happening in like a day for this entity? Because why would it wait four years to poison John Bell? It, mm-hmm. But then as it as time went on, what also they didn't really talk about at all in the documentary, which was a big miss, is that Kate, this entity, promised that she would return like seven years later, then 23 years later. And it like each of those times up until the 1960s, people have reported this thing came back exactly when it said and did this, right? right so right, right. who knows if those are all true or whatever, but that like there are reports at least from yeah, other yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. And so something there's something out of space time with this thing too. So right. um cuz it's like cuz I think the the when it came back again it was like just to do something very mundane and tell somebody something and the time after that it was going to kill somebody again and like and mm-hmm. like or somebody's baby died or something right, like that right, very right. strange but uh but yeah this I don't know I, I it's it's a fascinating story but this was the first time small town monsters kind of blew it I think yeah. yeah and uh it ju- it just made it like I was tired anyway I had to watch fucking red notice which was awful like I could not <laughs> I, I could not believe this. how terrible it fucking yeah. was Every second. I was at yeah. least thankful that uh, it was less, it was just under the two hour mark. Wait. Because uh, <laughs> the other, another similar movie that was similarly bad, at least had better stunts. And we watched it for very narcissistic reasons because we saw it getting filmed in Florence, Italy, which was Six Underground, mm. also starring Ryan Reynolds. And okay. it, that was a Netflix movie right at the beginning of the pandemic. Okay. And it was like all of, it was like a, Ocean's 12, but there are 11, but they're all badass fucking assassins and heist oh, people I and stuff. I and remember. And uh, there was at least some, like, decent... I don't remember anything about it. There's some decent stunts and set pieces. This looked like just a CG fucking nightmare right, set right, piece, right, whatever. Right. Uh, every, every fucking line. I was like, oh, he's got an Indiana Jones suit on in the jungle. I can't wait for the Indiana Jones joke. And then he right, goes down right, in the secret yeah. bunker and starts whistling the Raiders thing. I'm like, God right, damn right, it. Right, this right. is fucking insulting to my intelligence. But... Uh, anyway, the last 10 minutes of this, uh, Mark of the Bill, which I was trying not to fall no, asleep I was desperately. Because then again, it was over. I'm like, wait, did I miss something? Mm-hmm. And like, I just feel like it just, again, the meat was that like, when it really picked up that it was doing shit. Yeah. And then they kind of just fizzled. And yes. they're like, and we don't know. And right. It's like, okay. They keep quoting Ingram. They're like, back at, you know, Ingram said, and I guess, uh, uh, Martin Ingram published, the authenticated history of the Bell Witch in 1894. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I guess that was like the main source for a whatever, long time yeah. or whatever, too. But uh, where all the woodcuts are from and all the imagery is from and everything. But um, they don't give us that context either right. <laughs> in, in, the, uh, in the in the documentary. Um, they they also say that like this thing could cross vast distances very quickly. Like it'd be talking to someone across town, and then somebody else, uh, you know. Uh, a second later and then they would share stories like, well, how could it be two places at once? Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the bell kids um, takes his gun out and like shoots at the, the four personas of Kate. Um, They're all, and like they're all playing and bending these saplings and like the girl, the two girls or or the daughter, one of her friends can see the entities taking form he can't, but he then takes his gun out and starts shooting at the trees. Right. And they show this weird picture, which I don't know if it's small town monsters that made it or what, but would have been nice to know. But Kate, the next day, comes back and goes, oh, pretty crazy. Like, John's a crack shot because he can shoot. He shot Jerusalem's. He broke Jerusalem's arm 
from 70 yards or whatever right, it was, right, and it right. shows like a hole and bones broken in some cartoon's arm or whatever. Uh, so apparently it can be physically interacted with in some way, or bullets can yeah, hit yeah. it or something. Well, again, but... if it can stay in this cloth, maybe it just right. chose to or not. But yeah, it's definitely like ghostly, but not. And, and that's like a big question in what it, what are the abilities of these ultra-terrestrial beings? Because they seem to be able to, at will... And sometimes temporarily, but maybe permanently, take any physical form that they want. Right. It, of course, maybe takes some energy or whatever, too. And, like, that's why they say, oh, ghosts have to, you know, suck right. energy yeah, from yeah, you. Yeah, battery and, pack and right. eat it up. Uh, to actually do physical Are things. Are lithium? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's an interesting, because, like, if you, could, if you could make the argument, like, John Keel makes the argument that, that the this force is what made the human race like what made like he's like if if these things could take the form of uh uh biological mechanical uh like and and everything in between like i they can this for like if, if ufos are these ultra terrestrials right yeah the aliens in the ufos their clothing the objects they're holding their ray guns and shit like that their silver overalls and the craft are all just the manifestation of the physical manifestation in three-dimensional reality of this consciousness, Thing. right? Yeah, yeah. That's pretty pow- – you could call that God. It was like right, right, it right. can create life at will, yeah. right? Uh, because what we think of as life is some physical thing animated by a soul, a consciousness, whatever. But if the essence of life is just the consciousness itself, they're probably the the higher beings. They're more powerful, right? Right, right, right. Um, but then, of course, then there's the whole communion uh, Whitley Strieber thing where he's like – as these beings, though, they can see backwards and forwards in time. There's no surprises for them anymore. So they interact with humans and want to, like, possess them so that they can feel surprised by things again. Like, but then I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. but does that mean they lose their abilities when they're in? Something. I'm like, that sounds stupid. Yeah, 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 anyway, yeah. but it's all good. Um, but uh, regardless, this Bell Witch story is very rich with, like, the Bell Witch. All, <laughs> all, like, just meta paranormal shit, right? Right, right, right. You could argue, yeah, learning. you, yes, you, you yeah. could argue that the Bell Witch is a cryptid. You could argue the Bell Witch is an elemental spirit. You can argue the Bell Witch is an alien. You can argue right. the Bell Witch is an ultra terrestrial interdimensional yeah. thing. You can argue the Bell Witch is the same thing as Sasquatch. You could, you know, it's like a demon, a ghost, of this right? Or that. You yeah. know, any yeah, fill in any religion. It could be any of these right. things. Right. But the interesting part again is that of how it just seemed to become a family but, pet that ends up, uh. Kate Bell admits to poisoning John Bell. They left out the part in this too, where they literally take the stuff that he supposedly died from and gave it to the cat and fucking sacrifice their own cat because the cat died from the shit too. Um, But they, this thing's gone though, right? I can't remember it at the end. I don't remember saying like, oh, to this day, there's still. Uh, The activity fizzled out over the like two or three months following John Bell's death. Um, because then it didn't come back until it was prophesized to seven years later. Mm-hmm. Then it was like 23 years later. Then it was another chunk later, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it kind of just like faded, which is just like, again, I guess you could imagine this this being on its own time for like maybe a week or two, just zipping in and out of the fucking time streams of these mm-hmm. people's linear timelines and fucking with them and whatever. Um it's also strange too. Like, why would this same entity for months dip in, scare the shit, like do the same things over and over, and right. then you know what I mean? Because like, yeah. I guess you could argue if you're like the the 
the presenting straight man, the folklorist, uh, he kept saying, we're, we, we always project our own human, like, existence onto things. So it's yeah. almost like this was, like, it's baby state. And this, but I'm like, do babies, I guess they kind of do the same thing over and over, but it's it's more that the baby doesn't sit there and, like, try to walk by banging its, like, legs on the ground to walk, right? You right. have to show it Not how to walk. Mama. Right, you have to show it who's not the mama and who is the mama. Right, 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 right. Uh, but a baby doesn't, like, have a... Like, I mean, y- yes, babies have some stuff programmed in or whatever, but it's like, I don't know. You know what I'm trying to say here? It's it's yeah, like, yeah. it doesn't it doesn't just trial and error forever. Right. And then all of a sudden, like, level up. I mean, I guess it also kind of does it sometimes, too. But it's, it's not a perfect one-to-one corollary is what I'm trying yeah, to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time it's the best kind of metaphor we have. It's like this thing, this thing is more primordial and just kind of like, again, it seems to understand animals, assuming that those initial uh, paranormal animal entity thing, those cryptid uh, uh, interactions with John Bell where he just shot at it, mm-hmm. Those, if those were related, you could argue that's the same entity, right? right. So um, it started off as some elemental thing, which How again- it started? How we, it's going? Yeah. <laughs> Like, we always think of elementals as Native American spirits, which also, I thought it was shitty that they constantly showed the Bell Witch, despite the point of this documentary saying it isn't a classic witch that you think of as a witch, presents it as a fucking lady in a black hood and dress and, like, very witch-like thing. Then later on, the whole second half, she has a, a hood with, like, a potato sack with, like, antlers. And I'm like, why are you now stereotyping... The thing you're trying to show is is a lot of these different things. Kind of stupid. But um, it almost seems like Seth Breedlove produced this and didn't, like, write it or something. And it's like, I know he didn't, but... Dictated, um, but not read. And I remember he had a... Or old Sprager had Mm -hmm. him on Somewhere in the Skies. And he kept fucking talking about... He's like, dude... The graphics in this one are so terrifying, and, and I, I'm, you really painted a picture. And I was like, "Oh, that's why I wanted to see it." I was like, "Because he really he had a bigger budget for this one." I was like, "They really upped the ante." I was like, yeah. "This is just a fucking reenactment." I you got know? the wig fifty percent off on November second. <laughs> blonde yeah. Friday. It was wild. <laughs> Bleach blonde Friday. <laughs> blonde basket. Uh, uh, oh, I did want to mention too. Speaking of the elemental twenty dollars off. <laughs> you know, it's not for you know three hundred and fifty days, but Bleach Blonde Friday is coming up twenty twenty two. We've got some wigs on sale. We've got a blaster coming. Steve and I are donating some of our own yeah. pubic hair, some of our own head hair. I'm changing the URL from Black Hole Supply <laughs> just for the day to Blonde Hole Supply. <laughs> Everyone loves that anal fuzzy anal pinch fuzz. <laughs> that bleach. Yeah. Uh no, but it the I think the most interesting again this is very like hellier stuff but like right. the most interesting part of the story was when and i guess the image that the visual that stuck with me is when the kids went out to the forest when this this shit was first starting mm-hmm. and they saw a lady in a black dress hanging like like she was being right. hanged right uh but then she like looked at them where there was tears coming from her eyes or whatever and this is after they had just learned that uh the, the before it like months or a year later it said my name is K- or, I am the I am the witch of Kate Bell right um, the only answer they got before that was I am a spirit and I have been disturbed 
I was once happy, but now I've been disturbed. So uh, that you could argue that's an elemental, like they built their house on this land or right, whatever, right, right? right? You could go the old, oh, it's an Indian burial ground, whatever. But the lady was hanged there. Uh, they she disappears. She's the well kids run away. Because <laughs> uh, he goes, of course, to like. I think they said like the the son like goes to get a gun or something. I'm like okay, <laughs> but right, right. Uh, but then another report says they didn't see a lady hanging from a noose. They saw a noose. A noose. They got the hole from my anus, <laughs> like sleeve of wizard. Uh. They showed the little picture of the girls reporting that a lady or a young woman or a, a young, or sorry, a young woman or an older girl uh, was literally like, and it it, it mirrors the later um, sp- the family of ghosts where they're like playing with the trees, the, the mm, sapling mm, trees. Mm. It shows this lady, uh, this picture of the lady like swinging from the branches. So she wasn't hanging like she was dead. Right, right. She was like playing like a monkey on these trees. And she specifically had... monkeys. <laughs> she specifically had a green dress on too, mm. which is interesting because that all goes back to these themes of like the green man. And again, right, right. all this ele- man, elemental man. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but it's like you can almost argue that like if all of these, if all spirits are just these sub-thoughts... <laughs> <laughs> after bleach blonde yeah. it's a whole supply right. for the next day I'm changing it to sub thought whole supply yeah, yeah. and that's <laughs> gonna get day. a lot of hits I'm gonna get booted from my server right. I'm pretty sure but we're gonna get a lot of traction <laughs> uh, but them seeing it, it's again this this kind of I don't know like if, if you think about the hierarchy of what we would call a ghost right right if it is just simply the manifestation of the earth, right? If, if the earth is an entity. And again, we're not the first. It's cool to look back now and go, oh, like, I've read all this literature that dealt with the whole Corpus Mundi thing. Like, that the earth yeah, is yeah. the body of an and its, its own entity. Like, Spawn. Like, the first hundred issues of Spawn. Be like, like he, he hated playing the games of heaven and hell and being this pawn in the middle right. of hell to... Or between in the war all for the soul, because yeah. all they're doing is fighting for souls and they're petty and blah blah blah. And so then he like he almost dies, like all his power runs out or whatever in this one. I think it's like the seventy fifth or seventy fifth issue, and the green world absorbs him, and it's the spirit of the earth that mm. is sick of God and the devil fighting each other on um, her surface terror. all the time. Yeah. yeah. And and he gets the green world's powers and stuff like that. So he gets some of his like limited power restored mm. and all this weird shit. He has to fight this monster called the Heap, which is just like dirt and mud and whatever and all this stuff. But uh, I, I was like, oh, looking back, I'm like, oh shit, that was all the Corpus Mundi shit from right. that's been in. It's been a theme forever, but uh, I never really paid attention because I always saw it in Japanese role playing games. Every fucking, especially Final Fantasy games, yeah. are all about how. The spirit of the earth, the the energy of the earth, is being manipulated by an evil empire to like power their death machines, and we have to go stop them because we use the power of crystals right, and right. natural things right. to Good energy. things in balance, yeah. right? Like with with the earth and blah blah blah. I always thought that was just a Japanese Shinto religion thing, where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, like you're sucking the earth's soul to like power your fucking television or something. Right, like we right, shouldn't right, be doing right. that, but so. Uh, so now it's like, oh, it's interesting that this is in Western culture as well forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, if you think about it, the most primal 
thoughts of the earth, of course they're going to be of the trees and the rocks and the this and the that or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. like, they're not going to know human ways or like what, you know, or even living thing ways or whatever. Right, but right, right. animals are definitely more in tune naturally with the earth than we are, in at least right, in our right, modern right. society, right? So um, we live in a society. <laughs> it makes you wonder if like 200,000 years ago, the Homo sapiens and stuff that were around then. Were they being haunted? Were they seeing visions? Were they seeing right. cryptids? Were they, you well, know what I mean? As the brain develops, again, is right. it something we just know because of how we interpret the world, or do they see them? And then that all goes back to do dogs <laughs> and cats see ghosts because that's always a classic exactly. trope in movies and things. Of like, right. oh, the dogs are super sensitive and the cats right. know and this yes. and that. It's like, so do animals see this other realm? Exactly. Or are they sensitive to it? Or again, is it just part of our brain and how we. Right. And again, virtually experience this world Mm -hmm. you know are we processing and adding little bits to it right and that's and that's the whole co-creation thing where it's like because it will a you're right because like dogs cats many animals they can literally see higher frequencies of the color spectrum and the electromagnetic spectrum than we can um they've also explained that like cats specifically they act their their eyes they can see almost like a grid so like they, if something moves into one quadrant or something, they'll see an after effect of something and they'll stare at it and it looks like they're staring at something, but they're trying to like refocus their their mm. predator eyes on whatever. I don't right, explain right, it. Right. Regardless, they can see different uh, or higher levels, higher frequencies than we can. Right. They can hear higher frequencies than we can, and it's it's a it's just a basic fact. But it's like, wow, what if we fucking could? What would we be fucking seeing? Even right, if we right. were just seeing weird like energy swirls and auras and stuff like that i don't know but yeah uh, but you can also argue that like well and it's also a fact too that of the uh john keel had this in the eighth tower but like of all of the um the spectrum of frequencies that we have radio frequencies yeah. whatever we as these three-dimensional beings we literally do exist on like the lower eighth of that whole fucking right. thing and there's all this other these other frequencies that consciousness could exist on or consciousness transcends all those because it's it's like interstellar intergalactic or whatever right too, right, right uh willpower ascends all those because you could do anything you want but no it doesn't matter which frequency you're living on and again but if these things aren't trapped by corporeal bodies they're clearly more what we would call powerful than us i guess right right, right. right. but uh but anyway, I don't know. We're going in circles now. But no. um, yeah, I would, I think, like you said earlier, if you were super, if you've never been exposed to the Bell Witch, this might be a good one to start on and then go do your yeah, own research yeah. after on, I guess. I also have never watched, um, like if you watch the Ghost Adventures episode, it's just, a, oh, I guess that's the last thing we forgot. The Bell Witch Cave, specifically. Mm-hmm. They touch on it at the very fucking end. But most of the sources say that they think this is where the bell witch because this is the only other place that the bell witch consistently was interacted with other than the mm-hmm. the bell family's home it would be at this guy's house sometimes but like it was like once right and then it was like this guy's house but only once yeah the people would go into the cave that was on john bell's property and of course they say oh there's a portal in there or whatever right where it where it goes in between the worlds or dimensions yeah, yeah. or whatever and like most sacred places or places with portals or whatever you cannot take shit out of there. Like, right. if you take a rock, the fucking entity will not, right. will fuck with you, basically, right? Well, that's right? classic Hawaii style when you're drinking <laughs> your coffee. Uh, <laughs> and you get Good a, la- get a lava rack. 
Because uh-huh. I was in North Shore, she always said Lava Rack. <laughs> like, oh, I'm from Hawaii. I say Lava Rack. Yeah. Um, <laughs> By way of Minnesota and exactly. Illinois. Because well, she would always be like, take a Lava Rack and wrap it in a paper. And I was like, what? And then you make a wish. But yeah, they, that is the yeah. curse, right? You take one of those Lava Rocks uh-huh. from Hawaii um, and fly back and then you're cursed right. forever. Yes. Right. Um, there's been lots of stories of people driving all the way the fuck back to some place they were on a road trip because they snagged a rock or right, snagged right, a, right. A, a piece of trash or something from there. And all of a sudden... I'm cooking, and that's all you hear. <laughs> and then... Uh, yeah. Go on that gravel pit, get a couple Dwayne's out here, Shelly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, baby. <laughs> I've made a mess. <laughs> Y'all feel like peanut butter pancakes right. or something <laughs> right now? It's like, I, kept, I keep feeling this cheat day. I keep hearing yeah. cheat day yeah, in my yeah, head. Yeah, wow. Those <laughs> peanut butter pancakes... <laughs> <laughs> I also love that that's the first GIF I've ever written Pino in the GIF finder thing. And it came it's just up like a beaver that. or like right, a groundhog right, right. going, Pino! Uh, <laughs> the rest were all pine trees. Yeah, well, you know, plays, it plays. Pino. Yeah. Uh, but um, anyway, uh, the Ghost Avengers episode is cool in the Bell Witch Cave. There's there's rocks being thrown. There's all sorts of weird right. shit. They do like, they do a gnarly experiment where they have like all these things set up that are supposed to be like gateways that fuck with it and all this weird yeah, shit. Yeah. But it was an entertaining episode in terms of the evidence they were capturing. But um it's just another clue that points to this thing being like a rock element or some sort of earth elemental yeah, thing, yeah, right? Yeah. And uh but they just they just breeze by they sh- they show the cave for like a couple seconds, but it's like they say stuff like, oh, the things that happen in that cave are crazy. I'm like, well, come on, man. Like, yeah, make it fucking it. two hours yeah. then, or I don't know, whatever you want to do. But uh, it just seemed like a huge miss as well because the biggest, because the Bell family house doesn't exist anymore. Right. Also, do people go out to that fucking house, the old spot and camp there, and does weird shit happen? Yeah, I didn't yeah, fucking yeah. mention that. Uh, but most of the tourism is about going into that cave and people sneak in or whatever. They take tours there, right, blah, right, blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, but, uh, that definitely is like, if I ever went to Tennessee, it was definitely a place I would want to go to if, if there were like legal, to, I wouldn't want to be an asshole and just go there. But like if there right. were legal tours or something like that, but, um, but yeah, I just definitely have never been, uh, this, this, this documentary didn't add to my excitement about the bell, Witch, um, which was weird. It's, there is, it's, it's a problem that you're not used to. Like there's so much information about the bell, Witch's evidence. Right. That this had very different evidence than a lot of the other reports I've heard. Yeah. And there's like a million movies, like you said. I yes. think there's like some dramatized, like actual yes. movies. Too. Yes. Yeah. Even though all of the information or most of it was different, it didn't make me more interested, which right. is kind of a shame. Again, I still, like, like I said, at the end, or what I said at the beginning, it's like I still kind of don't care about mm-hmm. this. Right. And so. Very hyper specific from a very v- long time ago. Exactly. At least yes. Mothman's like, okay, it hits a few counties. It right. Somewhat timely relevant you know 50 years ago 60 years ago it's like a couple hundred years ago some weird family who knows yeah there's still mothman i mean you know back in chicago right there were mothman sightings i think that i reported on the show that like the mothman sightings chicago were like proved quote unquote to be fake they weren't proven to be fake it was one dude that said no 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 this picture that everyone's saying is the mothman is clearly this bird and it's like yeah but That doesn't account for like the thirty-seven other reports and the other images that were taken right, right. Uh, of the Chicago Mothman. So, uh, and also nothing crazy happened that would like, you know, make a mess. <laughs> right. 
Uh, now, they did go till 2018, and you could, again, if these ultra-terrestrial beings or these Earth spirits or whatever they are, maybe their time's a little off. Maybe it was all about COVID. Maybe, you know, that's right, like, right, right. that's what, like, the hell your guys are like, all this fucking, like, we were wondering, what's the big thing that's going to happen? And then as soon as we, as, as Hell Your Season 2 came out, COVID hits. And so it's like, was that the fucking right. ritual or the big change or yeah, the hard, yeah. the thing, this thing was harbinger, like injured colds, harbingering or whatever, right, right, you know? Right. Um, I still can't believe, I know we've said it a billion times, but I can't believe that we haven't gone back and done more Estes Method stuff and whatever. Like, I'm right. fiending to do that, but I always forget that I'm fiending to do it. Yeah. Uh, because that could have been another case of like, is this just some Are we entity? To do that here. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. Like, is this well, just? I knows, you know, oh yeah, no, I know. Taboo. It's like, is this just some entity that is feeding off what we already know and saying I'm injured cold because you want right, to talk right, to right. something called injured cold? I don't know. Right. You know, right. But I'll never know. Uh, only, only the closet. Only time will tell. <laughs> we'll be in the closet with the forklift, the yes. folklorist <laughs> together. The, <laughs> the forklift. <laughs> the forklift. Ooh, yeah. eat up, baby. Yeah. Um, Ooh, it's drippy. <laughs> Ugh, come on a fork. Yeah. That's Freeze tough. it. Yeah. yeah. There you go. That's how you got to do it. That's come ice cream. See. Yeah. Um, come, come ice cream. Come a million. When I come. Uh, anyway, yeah, that's our review of uh, The Mark of the Bell Witch by Small Town Monsters Productions. Highly recommend Small Town Monsters Productions. Um, In general. Don't, don't know if I recommend this because you can read more interesting stuff. Plus, who knows? Maybe... We'll find maybe another documentary about this someday and compare the two or something. Right. But for now, yeah, this um, is it. This is, it's just okay. It's high quality, but it's just okay. Yeah, if that okay. makes sense. So yeah. Uh, other than that, thanks as always for your support. Uh, thanks, thanks to Braziers for the support of all women's breasts out there. Uh, uh, yeah, all the, the boulders that the o- that they are the over the shoulder holder exactly. for. Uh, <laughs> Such a dumb fucking thing. Hey, you got your over-the-shoulder boulder over there? Sounds like a gale, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Sparegrass. Other than that, we appreciate your support, as always. Hope you had a great... Thankful. Yes. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Of course, during the prayer at my family's house, I blurted out, Thank you to our patrons. Uh, Patrons on Patreon. And everyone said, hey, bro. Jesus also supports the patrons as well. He so. saves. Uh, so we're told. So we're told. <laughs> what, else? what else? What else? What else? What uh, next? What next? We'll see you Monday for another shitty episode of Ancient Aliens on Probing Ancient Aliens. Sounds great. Bye. Bye.